So the big question is, how do these well-established brands, marketing geniuses and elite entrepreneurs market their products in the marketplace while remaining extremely profitable? How do they get more results out of their marketing efforts? Well, this podcast will give you the answers. So come along my journey as I learn, apply and share today's best marketing shortcuts by diving deep into the minds of the elites. I'm your host, Shannon, and this is the Conversion Shortcuts for E-Commerce. And now, let's dive into today's episode. What's up, Conversion Squad? We're back, and today I got a special guest for you guys once again. He builds highly convertible e-com funnels that generated at least 20% in conversions, but also in average order value. He generated over seven figures for all his clients' uh, portfolio. Maybe you don't know him, maybe you do. But if you don't, it's time to introduce this big cat. Let's welcome Mason Pastro to the show. What's up, brother? Thanks for having me back on, dude. This is fun. Yeah. I love doing this. I love just like yeah. hopping on here. I get fired up about this shit. So if I end up talking too fast, guys, maybe rewatch this podcast at like 0.5 speed because I'm just yeah. getting my caffeine in as well. So um, I do tend to talk fast, just so you guys know. It's all but good. Yeah, dude, it's thanks all good. for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for being on the show again. Um, he was on my prior show, Sales from the Junkies. Uh, I don't know if the episode was live or not, but that's not the case because we came back with some more juice, fresher meat, fresher results. Um, so, Mason, for the people that doesn't know you and doesn't know what you do for a living and what you kind of specializes in, just give people like your back story of what, what you do and how it all began. Yeah, dude, wow. it's It's been a journey, man. So I guess my elevator pitch would be I help e-commerce brands with conversion rate optimization and average order value boosting. If you're not an e-com, you don't know what those terms mean. Basically, we focus on the point of sale. So there's there's people out there that run ads to e-commerce stores for you or they specialize more in the marketing. We're focused on once they click on the ad, how are they converting? What is the buying process for them as they're scrolling through? We're talking about, you know, pricing offer structure the point of sale on their actual e-commerce store we optimize that and increase that conversion rate so that way you're getting a much higher return on your ad spend etc etc so to put it simply it's like we help you scale if you have an e-commerce brand using funnels and back-end automation focused on the point of sale and conversion rate optimization if that's not too much of a mouthful but um Dude, should Love I go it. all the way into the story, bro? Or should I just like, because every time I, I think, tell this. <laughs> I think I think we go, um, just to give people like some some context of, I know because I know you've run um, and started your own drop shipping. And so we can dive into that to give people like more context if that you know what you're talking about in the econ space. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll start it from the top and I'll try to keep it brief because the journey has been crazy, but... When I first graduated high school, I was like 18, just turned 18, didn't go to college. I ended up, you know, I was working, fucking washing dishes, dude, at like a seafood restaurant. It sucked. My pants would be soaked in, in like fish juice at the end of the night. And I'd saved up this lump sum of cash and I bought this e-commerce course called Dropship Lifestyle. Went all in, 
made $700 profit within my first three months. Um, and I was a young, dumb kid, ended up buying stupid stuff. I like got a new gaming laptop, whatever. <laughs> so I ended up selling that e-commerce business and got involved just, that was my first time dipping my toes in the e-com world is I had my first e-com biz and then I got involved into the info product side of things. Um, actually ended up working with a guy who sells Shopify apps, working very closely with him, educating customers on the stuff I had learned about running my own e-com biz. So then I got more into the coaching space, got into conversion rate optimization, started the Shopify store design agency where we were building and optimizing Shopify stores for people getting into e-com or people who had existing e-commerce brands. And um, we ran that for like two years and we were actually a sister company to HCOM 3030, which was a two comma club X award winner. Like one of the best selling e-commerce courses of all time. They did like 10 million in sales in one year. It was nuts. So we were a sister company to them. Um, people that were going in there, buying their product. It was an info product and how to start your own e-commerce brand. We would upsell them a Shopify store design more done for you done with you type scenario where it's like, Hey, you got the info you're executing on it, but like, let's hold your hand a little bit more. Let's build the store for you. So we did that for a minute and pivoted into the funnel world, which I'll get into funnels. Like that's yeah. all the rave right now. And I'll explain the difference between Shopify and like a funnel and like where to use it, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, it's been a crazy journey, dude. And just for anyone watching this, like, being hungry in the beginning that's why i love you too bros because you're hungry as hell you, you make it happen you get people on this show and for me man when i started that first e-com biz this is one huge part of the story i left out is i sold that e-com biz i was networking with people on instagram saw this kid was crushing with this e-com store and he lived in florida and i was like dude i'll literally live sleep in your closet if i can i just need to move down there and be around other entrepreneurs because like my friends back at home God bless them, love them, but like they were not on the same wavelength. And dude, this kid flew up to New Hampshire and we drove down to my 2000 shitty Honda Civic down to Florida. I lived with him for like two months and that's how I got introduced to the guy who owns the Shopify app company and started working with him is because they were friends. I got introduced to him, but um, I know I'm kind of going on tangent, but to bring it full circle of like the purpose of me telling my story, I feel like just being hungry gets you so fucking far, dude. It's crazy. Because I yeah. came yeah. to Florida with $3,000 to my name, dude. I, I had no, like, direct plan. I did take a job for a minute, like, selling direct TV in Walmart because I had limited funds. But I, it all ended up working out. So just trusting the process as, as well. Because I ended up, obviously, working closely with that Shopify app owner, the CEO, like closely with him, which got me into the HCOM partnership, which got me into doing this done for you agency where we started scaling that up to six figures. And then just whole mess of shit happened after that. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's Man, the long story short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's long story short. I love it. Man, the thing that I love about your story, uh, I've been following you now for what 18 months, two years, you can say, uh, we group kind of like this connection, this relationship as well. The thing that I love about you and your grind is not only that you, like you said, not only that you uh, will you uh, go hard at it, but you don't, uh, you don't keep all the secrets for yourself. Like I know you're big in the communities. I know you're big into sharing your values and getting people from A to B and getting people from, um, you know what? I want, 
I've gained this knowledge, but I don't mind sharing it, sharing it with you. And I think that's one of the things that like the, the, the humbleness that you kept throughout the journey. I know that's been a long, a long way coming, but like the humbleness that you kept uh, there, I think that's one of the things that yeah. I, I admire from you as well. So from all of this, I know that we can dive right now into the, yeah. Uh, and and it's, it's real, man. Like, like I said, like, I really appreciate it from you as well. Like twice on the show, not only like taking um, like the surface type of thing, but also like the deep stuff as well. So um, let's dive more deeper into the juicy stuff today, right? So my, my first, or like my second question then yeah. is, my second, let me just turn off my camera. I think it's better. Uh, so my second question is, why is it important to have an econ funnel? And before you answer that, what's econ funnel? I think it's also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, dude, that, that's a really good question because I actually recently talked about this as well on the live stream is I think people need to stop getting so lost in the weeds of like oh click funnels or shopify and like freaking out about which platform do i use i'm trying to sell blah 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 i think what you guys need to understand is a funnel doesn't necessarily have to mean it's on click funnels and we're talking about a funnel we're just talking about bringing someone from the very top stage of they don't know you at all going down into think of literally like a physical funnel they don't know you at all at the top of the funnel and then they go down into you know, knowing your brand, learning your core values of your brand to eventually becoming a customer and making that purchase decision. That's what a funnel is, is, is taking someone, a cold audience who doesn't know who you are and converting them into a paying customer. That's what a funnel is. Now, with Shopify or ClickFunnels, two different platforms, right? And this is usually what I'll tell people. It depends where you're at in your journey. A lot of people I talk to who are just starting, if they're wanting to get a custom funnel made. Now, let me get into the specifics of a custom funnel versus Shopify. When we're talking about taking that person from not knowing who you are to a converting customer, there's different ways we can do it. We can sell them on the Shopify store. We can sell them on a ClickFunnels landing page. Now, in order to determine which one you should use and where to go and like what to really focus on, is where you're at in your journey. If you're brand new, you haven't launched your store, start with Shopify, test out your products, see what the market likes, get some market feedback, get your best selling products, and then build a more direct response type of funnel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which click funnels is better to build a direct response type of funnel. Now you can still do that on Shopify if you want, but then we get into the post-purchase shit, which you can't do on Shopify, like subscriptions, which I can get into. But for beginners, I would say start on Shopify, test your products. Get your, to have that best-selling product, you can then take it to a longer form direct response landing page, which you can build using ClickFunnels platform, and then push that to cold traffic. So it really depends where you're at in your journey. Now, if you're watching this and you're an e-commerce store owner who is like, let's say you already are selling on Shopify or WooCommerce, BigCommerce, wherever it is, you already have that best-selling product, Take that best-selling product and first of all, get clear on what's the big idea of that product. Like for example, um, let's say I sell beard oil, right? Yeah. What's the big idea of your beard oil? Well, um, there's tons of other beard oil companies out there, but ours is like, let's say fragrance-free, um, no artificial bull crap or anything fully organic. So your big idea is maybe, you know, 
sustainable organic self-care for men, right? You have that big idea. It's clearly defined. You're converting on Shopify. Cool. Now let's take that best-selling product, bring it to a direct response type of funnel where we can say, here's our best-selling beard oil. We're going to run a special offer, a promotion, buy two, get one free for a specific direct response landing page. And we can scale the cold traffic for that. Now, I hope I'm not getting too um, abstract because it shows tangible like what I'm talking about. Usually it's easier when I'm talking about this type of stuff to show people tangibly what I'm talking about. But yeah, it depends where you're at in your journey in summary to determine how you should structure your funnels. Don't get too lost in the weeds of like, oh, Shopify or ClickFunnels. Um, you're going to need both in the long run. Yeah. But just understand the difference between where you're at in your journey and what tools to use where you're at in your journey, if that makes right. sense. Totally, man. Totally. So now you just uh, glance over uh, the offer, right? Uh, you create like a special offer to, to run your promotion at. So most people, yeah. what I've been seeing and consult people and see in a space, they only have like one or two offers, which is free plus shipping or 10% on your first <laughs> purchase. Yeah. So, how, so how do you like communicate from your perspective of what's a good offer and how you generate and build a good offer? If it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Dude, great question, bro. I think before getting into the offer, I think the first question you should ask yourself is like, okay, what's your goal? If we're talking about marketing and, and running a campaign with a specific funnel, what's your goal? I think where a lot of people get lost with free plus shipping is they're trying to profit with free plus shipping, which is that does not work. Dude. There's no margin there. If you've ever run a free plus shipping offer, you know that you're either breaking even or losing money on the front end. So the reason I say what's your goal is because if, if you're like, oh, I just want to profit. I just want to you know make profit. That's pretty vague. You could throw up a free plus shipping and try to profit off the free plus shipping on the front end, which is not really going to happen, right? If you keep that goal vague. Now, if you say, hey, I want to acquire, for example, subscribers at a profit. Now you can say, okay, we're going to liquidate the ad spend on the front end with the free plus shipping offer. We're going to boost up the average order value with some upsells. And then we're going to get that take rate on OTO3 for the subscription. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's pretty much, let's say you run free plus shipping, you lose money on the front end. You make some money back by having your upsells in place. And then on the third upsell, you're getting subscribers. Let's say you have a 6% of people who go through the funnel end up being subscribers. If you know your numbers and a lot of e-commerce business businesses don't know their numbers. And I'm speaking from experience because I've worked with clients where funnel can be converting like crazy, but if they don't, if they didn't take the time to iron out their margins and understand their numbers, it doesn't matter what kind of marketing assets you deploy. <laughs> like you need to know your numbers. So, First of all, get clear on what's your goal. Um, how can we make the numbers work to meet that goal? And then just execute on that shit. Like for example, free plus shipping. If you know your numbers and you know that you can afford to lose money on the front end, because you know that you have, let's say a 20% take rate on those upsells and you know that's actually profitable long-term. Like let's say I lose money. I Let me just break this down super simply. Let's say I want to run a free plus shipping model funnel yeah. and I start running Facebook ads to it. People start buying and at first glance, it could be in the red. I could not be profitable. 
because let's say it cost me 30 bucks to acquire a customer on Facebook. I'm saying it's free. They just paid $12 shipping and we have some upsells. Let's say we're breaking even, right? But if we set our goal from the start before launching that to acquire subscribers and we know how much a subscriber is worth to us long-term, we could run that funnel all day long at a loss initially. If we know that we have six to 10% of people that go through that funnel end up subscribing and each subscriber stays with us for like, let's say up to six months, we know the lifetime value of our customer could be upwards of $300. Well, if we know a subscriber can be upwards of $300, we can spend up, we know that lifetime value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the name of the game, yeah. when it comes to running traffic, and paid traffic specifically is whoever can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins. So for a fact. I think for a lot of e-commerce business owners, they get confused. Like they don't know their numbers. They don't know what the goal of their funnel is. They don't know their goal of their marketing campaigns and they can get all stressed out in the micro being like, Oh, uh, I'm losing money. I'm losing money with this free plus shipping offer, blah, blah, blah. But they're not seeing the macro bigger picture of like, yeah, you could be losing money on that day, but you're profiting three, four months later because that subscriber is staying with you and you're acquiring subscribers daily through this funnel. Yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. Totally, man. Totally. And I think, can you like this, like, you can uh, agree or disagree with me uh, or like, let me know your opinion. Do you think like that's like the one of the biggest uh, difference between like a five, four figure, quote unquote, uh, earner? earner than like a six, seven, eight figure e-com brand. Just knowing like those different, like knowing your number, knowing okay, yeah. how much each, each yeah. uh, customer is worth. What's the worth of each click? What's the worth mm -hmm. of a lead? Like, is that like, I feel like that's where most brands, especially the ones that are starting out, doesn't know like, uh, cool. I do want to like, I want to run my e-com store. I want to start branding or whatever. And they go straight head in without knowing anything in terms of the numbers right so uh right there you, you spoke about the subscription how to get people uh yep i think we're profit, good bro yeah so my question is what's the biggest opportunity for econ brands to acquire customers fast profitable right now in your in, on your perspective in your perspective yeah Dude, I think you really nailed it on the head with talking about people not knowing their numbers and that being the difference between six and seven figure brands. And to answer your question, the biggest opportunity right now is just going back to the basics and understanding your numbers. You can scale multiple ways. I think the easiest way to scale if you don't have a large product line is to have that subscription. Right. Hmm. If you don't want to go subscription, just have things that you can upsell people beyond just the first point of sale. Like have those email sequences, like 30 to 40% of your revenue should be coming from email marketing. So iron that out if you don't want to go subscription, but I'd like to keep it focused on subscription. Cause I really feel like anyone could implement this literally right away, as long as you have a, subs uh, a consumable product. So here's what I would do. If, if you're an e-commerce seller watching this right now and you want tangible action tasks that you can take action on, like at the end of this, I would take a look at your best-selling product. Okay. I would 
then create an offer around that best-selling product. Like, let's say, for example, I sell some supplement. It's like a, 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 um, some sort of supplement, like protein powder or something, right? Yeah. An offer could be multiple different things. It could be a different, it could be a specific type of sale, like 20% off. It could be a buy two, get one free. Um, the best way to go, in my opinion, is a mixture of both. Get your best-selling product, beef it up with some digital goodies. Like, for example, this I'm giving you guys real tangible stuff I'm doing right now in the trenches with a client, like with a protein powder example here. We have a digital ebook recipe guide, okay, that, that's part of the offer with the best-selling flavor. We have... 20 step-by-step -step video tutorials on things you can cook using the protein powder, okay? So now we're offering not just the protein powder, but these digital goodies as bonuses to increase the perceived value. So now we can charge more, okay? Um, I always recommend as a side note, go five to seven X what your cost of goods is, is what you should sell for retail. So if your cost of goods is, let's say, right? Five X at seven X at $14 retail. Okay, for your margin's sake. A lot of e-commerce business owners don't understand the margins. Now take that best-selling product, make an offer around it, and say, okay, we got the protein powder, we got the digital uh, recipe guide, we got the video tutorials, and on top of that, it's 20% off on the entire bundle. That's a sexy offer. Okay, we got that ironed out on the front end. We can push cold traffic to that, okay? Get some upsells. Usually for upsells, I will just upsell more of the same product. It works the best. I'm telling you guys right now, I've tested different things. Like for example, I had a client in the pet niche where we were selling dog leashes, tried to upsell the collars, didn't work that well, but upselling more of the leashes worked a lot better. So just upselling more of the product, keep it simple. And if you have a consumable brand, make your third upsell a subscription offer. Like this is so, so huge because subscription offer man like if you have a $30 a month subscription offer and that person stays on with you for six months that's worth a lot of money yeah. dude a lot of money um so to keep it simply if you're an e-commerce business owner right now looking for that 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 next big thing you can do is figure out how to get a subscription funnel in place Figure out how to make that work. And if you're watching us right now and you know some a little bit about the industry, if you know about like Zipify pages and OCU on Shopify, you know about those upsell apps, that stuff's all fine and dandy, but I'll tell you guys right now, you cannot have a one-click upsell subscription on Shopify. It's just not possible right now. Can't do it with Zipify, not possible. And this specific type of model, you will need to use ClickFunnels and I could even dive in now if you wanted to, bro. I could show you like a live subscription funnel, what that looks like, how I, how I um, created that and positioned that. If, if you wanted to get into that, like I could share my screen. I don't know how you want to structure this, but we can, I'm getting uh, fired up, dude. The let's let's before we before we dive into the into the uh, screen sharing. Let me let me ask you this, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say we have. I can already imagine one like one. One owner asked, okay, cool, Mason, I, I get it. Like, I, I should uh, start my uh, subscription model, uh, should uh, start doing click funnels and funnels and all that. I get it. 
but do you have like a framework uh, that you kind of walk people through how to set up a subscription uh, 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 recurring revenue for the business? Or is it just looking at yeah. it? Yeah. There's, it's, it's multifaceted. Um, framework, yes, I'll answer that question real quick. I would go, have your best-selling product be on the front end, okay? Upsell more of that same product for upsell one and two, and then upsell three, so OTO number three, have that be the subscription, okay? At a high level, like framework, you're gonna have best-selling product, upsell more of that product, upsell more of that product, subscribe and save to that product for the third upsell and then a thank you page. And that's worked really well for me, that structure, because by the time they get to that third upsell, you know that they're a hot buyer, they're more likely to buy that subscription model. Um, that's high level for like in the trenches, how to make this stuff work. What you guys are gonna need is you're gonna need click funnels. Um, reason I'm saying that is you can't use Zipify pages for the subscription one click upsell. It's not a feature that's built in. You'll need to use click funnels and a software called app trends to connect click funnels to shopify and app trends has that built-in subscription platform that integrates with stripe and it's going to push that subscription order to your store through shopify monthly so you'll see that monthly order coming in for that customer and that will be shipped monthly so if you have a fulfillment system already in place on shopify app trends is going to automatically push that in monthly for you and the best part about app trends is you can set up the subscriptions however you want like let's say for example you have a subscription service where you monthly you sell them a you send them sorry a new t-shirt but each month you want it to be a different colored t-shirt you can do all that crazy stuff in the back end in, in app trends you can track what month they're on you can send them new stuff if you guys watching this have a more box idea you're like okay i want to do subscription box with different goodies each month um, from my personal opinion, the easiest thing is just send them the same product every single month. Just from a fulfillment standpoint, manufacturing standpoint, that's the easiest. That's going to scale really quickly. If you have too many moving parts of the subscription box, it can get kind of finicky at scale. But um, I hope that answers your question, bro. Like high level, the framework, but I could obviously like go off for hours actually how to build it all. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot that goes into it. No, no, you, you did answer the question. And the question was basically like the last part, especially what, because I can really tell and hear people asking, okay, what do I put into the subscription? But you already uh, said it like, the best thing is to put the whatever best seller you, you put on your best, uh, your front page, your front offer, keep sending those things every month. And I, I feel like maybe you can share your screen, um, maybe to walk people to like exact, exactly what you mean. Yeah. And if you're listening oh, to this on, uh, yeah, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Shopify, you can. I feel like either go on Mason's page on Facebook or my page on IG, and I will show you guys what he's about to show us right now. So let me go give you the. Yes, I'm hyped for this. Let's go. Because I'm gonna answer your question as well. Um, because I know a lot of people yeah. watching this, dude. They'll probably be. They'll probably be one like, okay, Mason, what if I don't have a consumable product like a supplement where someone needs to consume it monthly? How can I still yeah. do subscription? Like, don't worry, guys. I got you. I'm going to show you an example. But basically, let me show you guys. I'm, I'm going to just go straight into this, dude. Let's go. Okay, so this is a recent client. Um, so just to keep things simply, like most of you guys watching us, if you haven't gotten into like ClickFunnels, 
you at bare minimum at least have the storefront, right? Whether it's Shopify, WooCommerce, BigCommerce, right? All I'm saying is go to your storefront, find that bestseller. For example, for this client, it was the CMOS gel, right? And you can see they do have kind of a direct response type of funnel here. This is on Shopify, right? They have different um, quantity breaks, yada, yada. This is all fine and dandy. This is stuff you guys can take action on right now on Shopify. If you guys want to have a longer form landing page on Shopify, but I don't want to get too lost in the weeds yet. What we did is we took this best-selling product and we built a funnel for it, right? So boom, here's their best-selling product. We built an entire landing page for it with a custom headline, some sales copy, boom, boom, boom. This specific offer, um, this funnel is not live right now at this moment, just as a heads up for you guys. But I'm giving you guys this as an example. Um, we were running this huge for Q4 during Black Friday. The specific offer was like 40% off today only. So some notable things is like, here's an image of the product. Normally it's 60 bucks. They only get it for 40% off at 34.99. Cool. We click through, it goes to a two-step order form. This way we can collect their email and do an abandoned cart recovery sequence. And you guys can see here, we have quantity breaks, okay? So I can obviously go into the nitty gritty of the structure, but to keep it simple, take your best seller, build a funnel for it, get quantity breaks. And by quantity breaks, I mean offer them an incentive to buy more than once off the initial sale, right? So get two jars, you're saving 10 bucks, get three jars, you're saving 20. We got an order bump for a travel sized version of the CMOS gel, okay? And that's just the initial sale, right? But on the back end, you guys can see here, we have a huge upsell for buy three jars for 80 bucks, right? This is our first upsell. And this, this had a huge take rate, dude, like 20 to 25% of people took us up on this offer. So this is a huge bump in your revenue, right? Because at first glance, it looks like we're only charging um, $39.99, right? Yeah. But on the back end, boom, we're upselling them three more jars for 80 bucks. And then it doesn't stop there. This is where we get into the subscription where it says, hey, wait, subscribe and save. We have an entire page built for the subscription model where whether they say yes or no to this upsell offer, they'll still be brought to this subscription where it's like, yeah. hey, you will receive this monthly for 30 bucks. You're going to receive the CMOS gel, one jar, 30 bucks a month, which is still saving for them, right? Yeah. So I can go in the back end and show the numbers. I'm going to refrain from that for right now, but I'll let you guys know at face value, the front end is, you know, we're profiting on the front end, first of all, and we're getting those, those take rates. People are buying this upsell. So boosting our average order value huge by people taking the $80 offer. And then for your subscriptions, for an upsell, anywhere from five to 10% for a take rate for a subscription is huge, right? Because if we know that um, it, the name of the game then becomes like, how much can we spend to acquire a subscriber? If you know your numbers, you know how much that subscriber is worth to you, what's your average churn rate? you can crank this all day long. Like let's say on average, we get one new subscriber a day. That subscriber is worth 300 bucks to us. We could crank um, upwards, you know, 200, $300 to acquire a customer a day. Yeah. If we wanted that. like long-term beat the crap out of anyone in the auction space of Facebook advertising the world it's in and just go nuts with it. So yeah, this is like a higher level, but yeah. Feel free to check it, me if I'm getting too lost in the weeds, bro. Cause I'm about to get into 
how you can do a subscription if you don't have a consumable product as well, if you're cool with that, bro. We can yeah, sure, let's that. go. I think, I think okay. is, let's, let's see. Let's get it. So you guys have probably seen, again, this is, this is, a, this is not going to be a live funnel. You guys probably seen me talk about this specific um, product a lot, the robotics kit. I'll show you kind of how we set up subscription for them. First of all, amazing offer, right? Just a robotics kit with a bunch of digital training, teaching people how to code in wire with this robotics kit, right? Basically learn robotics, right? Great offer on the front end. Okay, 30 bucks. Now for them, this is kind of just a one-off product, right? People aren't going to buy multiple boards at once. Once they buy it once, it's kind of like Legos. They buy it once, they build it, they're good, they continuously learn. But for them, what we did for the upsell is a monthly subscription to access to a digital library of training of new projects, how to use the kit. Okay, mm -hmm. so if you guys watching us, you're like, Mason, I, I'm sold on the idea of subscriptions. I want to do subscriptions, but I don't have a supplement. I don't have a product that people have to consume and use monthly or even daily. I have more of a one-off. Well, this is where you guys could get either a digital subscription where it's like digital content that they subscribe to monthly to have access to, or you guys could do some sort of box. Like, let me take you guys to an example of a client of mine. They sell these dog leashes, that's their front end best converting product. Well, that dog leash, that's a one-off sale, right? People aren't buying yeah. dog leashes monthly, obviously, but they have other products that complement that. Like they, for example, on their Shopify store, they have dog treats or their dog leash specifically has a section where you can put in uh, little poop bags into the dog leash, right? So obviously those poop bags, those are refillable. You're going to need to restock on those. So perfect subscription for them would be like, Hey, subscribe and see, and receive dog treats monthly as well as refills for your poop bags monthly, right? So there's yeah. always, always a way you can implement subscription, dude. Always, yeah. always a way. Um, man, I love this so much, man. Crazy. <laughs> if you can just make me the host again. Um, I got you, brother. <clears throat> Let's see. I got you, brother. Here you go. Man, I think once, one, like, first and foremost, thank you for sharing so deep and like the behind the scenes of two actual like funnels for two different type of products uh one is consumable one is not um i think if you once again if you're uh hearing this if you're listening to this go on either mason of myself page because i will share this walkthrough so you can see it live as well but Mason, i do have like a, a, a question for you as well a part of of the funnels why, uh, why is it important, do you think, that people now, okay, to give you guys like a, a, a recap, we went from having and knowing what a funnel is, the, diff the difference between a Shopify and ClickFunnels, when you need Shopify, why you need ClickFunnels, or like when you need both. We went through uh, the apps integration, we went through uh, the offers, we went through a complete behind the scenes and a walkthrough of two actual funnels. So, um, my question is, uh, Mace, what, why would you say, or what would you say now when people uh, tend to think about, you know what, it's all good and, and sweet, but mm -hmm. I don't want to keep selling people, uh, like the, the mentality of, I'm gonna keep selling people on the same thing. Like some people like, yeah. because the reason I'm asking this last time, 
I think last week I spoke to a prospect and he said, you know what? I feel like it's not ethical or like people might get uh, mad or like might get uh, a backlash of you, you're trying to keep selling me. So what's your response in a marketer's perspective, but also data-based answer to back that up when you go about the upsells? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, man, first, first of all, that, that's a very common thing, dude, that, that people are yeah. like, oh, are people going to get annoyed if you upsell them a lot? Um, first of all, guys, you can have a button, and this is actually required. You'll need to have a button on your upsell pages where it says they can click it if they don't want it. and says, no, thank you. Click here if you don't want this. And they'll bring them to their order confirmation. They'll still get the receipt. Um, is it unethical? No, definitely not. Like You need to distinguish those hot buyers, right? Because there's, there's someone who's going to come from cold traffic that maybe just buys the front-end offer. It doesn't buy those upsells. But those people that buy those upsells, and if you can – dial in on Facebook with the pixel of those people that buy those upsells, that's way more profitable for you. And from the business owner perspective, you need to understand upselling in today's modern market is absolutely necessary because of the whole pandemic, there's more people buying online, but there's also more people selling online, right? Yeah. So yeah. more people selling online means more people competing for ad space, more people competing um, for, for people's attention. And you're going to have to, pay more to acquire a customer. Okay. So how can we pay more to acquire a customer? Well, first of all, we need to know what's our average customer worth to us. What's our average cart value, right? Let's say if you're just selling on Shopify, a $30 product, um, your average cart value, 30 bucks, you're not doing any upsells, your cost of goods, 10 bucks. Most you can pay Facebook 20 bucks to acquire a customer. Anyone who can pay more than 20 bucks to acquire a customer is going to beat you. You're kind of screwed, right? Let's say 30 bucks on the front end, but since you have upsells, Sells, now your average cart value becomes let's say you buy three more of them for 80 bucks let's say your average cart value becomes 50 bucks yeah dude now that your average cart value is increasing you can pay more to acquire that customer because your customer is worth more to you and you can spend more to acquire a customer you can do a lot better when it comes to cold traffic advertising so um the question of is it ethical like, yes, you're fine. You have a no thank you button. People can click no if they don't want it. That's all fine and dandy. What actually you'll notice is people will email you and say, hey, I didn't take you up on that upsell offer, but I'd actually rethought and I'd like to end up purchasing. So people actually um, will email you saying, like, damn, I wish I took you up on that upsell offer. So, like, yeah. people are happy to get a deal. It's not unethical to offer them a crazy deal. What's unethical is if you lied about this sale and say, like, Oh, this page only, um, this is the only offer, the only time you can get this page and they go in the Shopify store, that's always the everyday price. That's kind of bull crap, right? But when I build these funnels, when I say, hey, you're getting three jars of this, of this CMOS gel at this price, this is really the only page where they can get this offer. Like legitimately, you can't get it on the website. This is a one-time type of deal. And for me, that keeps it ethical because it's literally, it's congruent. It's still that only one-time space. So. Um, I would say to the business owners who like think like that, um, you kind of got to get with the times, man. Like you've got to start upselling. You've got to identify those hungry buyers or else your business will suffer. You can't just be focused on the front end, the one-off sale. You're not going to be able to scale that way. And um, yeah. Awesome, man. Thank <laughs> I think I think it's more uh, loud and clear. And as I said, the same thing I, I said 
to the prospect as well. And I just added uh, to your uh, 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 answer is, man, if I ask him, like, do you believe in your product? Yes. Okay. Do you feel like your prospect should have the best product? Yes. So I said, like, then it's your obligation and your duty to sell your product. And it's, it's not like, yeah, I just, they already bought it one and that's it. The, the, the moment you stop right. um, telling them to buy, the, the moment you stop offering something to buy, that's when they stop because there's nothing left. But if you put something in front of them and you offer them something, it's up to them. And like you said, there will be a percentage of people that will take you off for that offer that wouldn't take you if you didn't put that, uh, that option there. So I love the love your way you articulated as well. So my last question for you, my man, um, before we wrap this thing up, I would go like hours, but I know you have the bones and I do have yeah, I think as well. <laughs> yeah. So let's say you have to create a guide, right? You have to create a guide with your top three uh, conversion shortcuts to your younger self mm-hmm. or to somebody just starting out. What mm-hmm. would like be in that guide? Yeah, dude. Ooh, great question, dude. I love these questions. Um, when I think about conversion rate optimization, like guys, I like to keep it simple. The main thing is still the main thing, which is the product. That's what you're selling. You can have all the bells and whistles, put in the digital goodies, upsell, all that. That comes later. The first thing you need to focus on is your product. What's the unique marketing angle? What's the big idea of your product? Like what makes it different, right? If, if you're selling a supplement, um, what makes that supplement different? What specific problem does it solve? So understanding your customer avatar and the type of person that buys your product is very, very key when it comes to conversion rate optimization. Because once we know what our ideal customer looks like, what that customer avatar looks like, then we can start building what's called conversion assets. And don't let that term seem too fancy. It's really simple. Once we know what our ideal customer looks like, how they walk, talk, uh, what their hobbies are, what their habits are, what problems they all have. Once we know that, we can then build from that one thing, we can get beautiful product images, which is a conversion asset. We can get videos created around our product, which is a conversion asset. We can write really good product descriptions and copy around that product, speaking directly to that type of person. And that's what's gonna allow you to convert is knowing your customer and then building off of that and getting those conversion assets. And like a conversion asset could be anything from an image of the product, a video of the product, um, sales copy about the product, but keep things simple guys. Don't be like, Oh, I need this Shopify app. I need this countdown timer. I need all this. No, keep it super simple. Understand your customer better than anyone else. And then convey the value product value of your product on how it solves their problems in very simple ways through images of the product, videos of the product, sales copy of the product. And that's what's going to get you converting. It's just keeping that super simple. So step number one um, to answer your question, like the three-step process to conversion rate optimization would be understanding your customer avatar, understanding who they are. Step number two would be making an irresistible offer to that customer avatar okay now that you understand their pain problems and their uh, sorry their pain points how can we be the best solution to their problem out of anyone in the marketplace if we're talking protein powder and their pain is like losing weight and staying healthy how can we be the best solution well hey you buy our protein powder we got the recipe guide we got the video tutorials we also got 20 percent off like we have 
not only the best offer, the best price, but the best customer experience for them. So step number two is just giving them that unique customer experience with a unique offer, irresistible offer to that customer avatar. So step one, define the customer avatar. And step two, sell them something irresistible. And then step number three, sell them more crap, dude. Like sell them more crap longer term, whether that's upselling um, in the funnel itself, whether that's email marketing, whether that's a subscription model. I would say if you just focus on those three things, like defining the customer avatar, selling them something irresistible, and then selling them more stuff, like you have a business right there. Like you awesome. can scale pretty much infinitely from there. I love you know it, man. Yeah, definitely. I hope they get it. I hope they got it. But man, thank you. Thank you for being one. Once again, so, so humble. The value you, you dropped and you keep dropping. Man, if you don't, guys, if you don't uh, follow this guy on Facebook, uh, go to Mason Pastro on Facebook. You'll see uh, his content, even though he's been like, he's <laughs> been like MA for the last couple of months. But you can just go through his, like, post go to his wall you will see the immense of value you've been putting out and man where can people find it i already said someone but where can people find you if they see like you know what um i hear this podcast i dig this guy i think he can help me where can people reach out yeah guys just find me on facebook it's mason pastro m-a-s-o-n pastro p-a-s-t-r-o you'll see some of my my content um we have a facebook group as well which you'll probably stumble upon if you go to my facebook profile and in there i'm just talking e-commerce funnels like if you guys enjoyed this podcast you've got some value from this um you guys can hop in the group as well there if you want to i'm um, just dropping tons of free value like i said in my recent live stream dude this year I'm just, and like you said, I have been MIA, dude, because I've just been grinding funnels, like figuring out what works. And now I've learned so freaking much and I'm just prepared to give it to the world for free and really help some people, whether you're building funnels yourself or um, building funnels for clients or you're an e-commerce owner and you're looking to scale using funnels for yourself or you want someone to build a funnel for you or you're a funnel builder, you want to build funnels for clients. Like guys, I'm just sharing all the knowledge that I have in there for free just giving back because I've learned so much this past year. So yeah, you guys can find me on Facebook. Basically. Awesome. Mason guys. Awesome guys. Thanks for listening and see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me, bro.